Welcome to It's a Barge Life. Thanks for stopping by. My name's Tony and... I'm Sarah. To the wonderful Sarah. And this ah. podcast... You'll have, have, excuse me a minute, Sarah. You'll have to forgive me because I've got my mic on and I'm sounding like a DJ. <laughs> This podcast is going to be about us and our adventures on our eventual Dutch barge. Yes, we had this uh, brainwave about how long ago was this? Uh, Well, about 10 years ago, we decided we didn't want to work much past 55. It's not not the one that, that we've got huge amounts of money in the bank. That's not the case at all. It's the case that we thought 55... We can still manoeuvre and get about and actually sort of like jump off and jump on boats. Absolutely. Rather than leaving it till 65, 70 and then you can't do what you want to do. I'm saying that though, I actually have problems getting out of bed. So uh, <laughs> hopefully within the, uh, I'm going to say, next 10 years we'll still be agile enough to uh, do our dream. Anyway, so who are we? We are... Uh, Sarah and Tony, we have been married for 10 years nearly and together for 23 years. 23 blissful years. <laughs> That's not what you said this morning. <laughs> uh, we have four children uh, between us and we run a small cleaning company in North Lincolnshire. Uh, we've said why we're going to do this podcast. It's basically so that you lot can join us on our adventures. Yeah, I mean, what we're doing, we're giving up hopefully given up the rat race and to be quite honest with you this last year has been somewhat fraught with all problems but however what we're going to do and it's a big challenge because the majority of people won't do this and we well actually this year we were having second thoughts we'll be doing the right thing etc because it's a big thing so we're giving up our mortgages we're giving up anything which keeps us to land so we can actually have all our money in the bank to go and buy a dutch barge indeed why a dutch barge you ask especially why a dutch barge because i think sarah will tell you it's the space and i, I was, and live I'm on fairly a, scruffy i couldn't live on a narrow boat with the with Tony, he's too untidy, um, and even, I think even forty nine times by twelve foot six, whatever that works out to be, is going to be a, a stretch. But um, I'm not that untidy. <laughs> I just like to collect things. In other words, if I've got a hobby, I seem to sort of like flog the guts out of it. Absolutely, cardboard boxes is a speciality. I've always been told to keep cardboard boxes, my love. <laughs> Trebus boy. If anybody's old enough listening to this and who knows what Mr. Trebus is, then you know what I mean. We used to enjoy watching Mr. Trebus because this is an older chap, a Polish chap, and I think it was called, I can't remember the actual show, but it was on BBC and it was roughly about people who hoarded and kept things. But he kept things to the extent where he actually couldn't get into any rooms. No, he used to crawl into his lounge. Anyway, so... Where were we? Uh, my, my philosophy oh, is... Oh, why a Dutch you, you barge? Never, you never know. You might need that. Yeah. <laughs> why a Dutch barge? Uh, well, we thought about canals and we thought about canal boats and we thought about size and space and all those sorts of things. And then we thought, well, everybody else is doing that. So we wanted to do something a little bit different. And we put, we have a hobby that is um, integral to what this is going to be like. 
Um, what's, what's that hobby? We like drinking wine. Oh, yes. Speciality of ours, especially on a sort of Friday night. We seem to go back to the days when you worked hard all during the week and then you, sort, especially in your teenage you think to yourself, right, Friday night, bang, it's Friday night. <laughs> so, uh, so we, we so this is the idea, and uh, and we're fingers crossed this is going to come off. We are going to buy a Dutch barge, which one we don't know. If you go over to our vlog on YouTube, you'll see that we've been to see a few, um, and then we are going to live on it, probably on the Leeds Liverpool or somewhere like that over the next maybe year or so and then we're eventually going to take it out through the humber and down and down. i think we'll, we'll hug, hug the coast all the way down to sort of like i'm not too sure where it is near but we're going to cross the english channel and head to either dunkirk or calais yes and then we'll obviously make our way around europe we're not quite sure we're going to start off with where it's all a bit you know we can't do much at the moment because of this Ready virus. Well, I must admit, I mean, part of the whole thing is that when you pop along and listen to our podcast, we can all de- decide together what we're going to do because we'd like comments on below, etc., to sort of like get you guys involved. So, if you can imagine the mindset, the mindset is that we're actually going to going to get a Dutch barge and we're going to have a podcast each week from the wheelhouse. Yes. So we'll be sitting, so we'll be able to tell you where we are. So so obviously one of the dreams is to go to Paris and there is a a marina in the city centre of Paris. I think it's right next to Notre Dame. Yep. And um and so we'll sit in that marina and we will talk you through what we can see, what we've been to do, where we what we've bought, well the wine we've bought and the food we've bought, and then obviously we'll be tasting it and eating it with you. Well yeah. obviously you won't be sharing it, but so what what we've got at the moment, Sarah and I, we've we've got a, a marina fund. fund. So when we do extra work, we put the money from that extra work into the marine fund. And we've been doing rather a lot at the moment because half our staff are either sick or on our self isolation. Yes, I mean the, the whole idea is to live off grid, obviously, but. Every now and then, it'd be the case of going into a nice marina. And I think over in France, especially around the Paris region, I'm sure it's about 60 EUs. What was it? EUs? Euros. Yes, yeah, I <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, I think that's quite expensive. But if we want to stay there for a few nights and then experience the different type of restaurants within Paris, you can come along it's with all, us as well. It's all about the security as well, because obviously we'll have the dogs with us, so... If we're going to go out and have a meal, we don't want to be leaving the dogs in the middle of nowhere uh, where anybody could potentially break in and but, steal them. But, yeah, but the fun of all this is going to be that we're going to spend a few years, hopefully, uh, hopefully if, if things go right with Brexit and we have no problems with the French over the fishing, etc. because I, I can imagine perhaps things being very... What's the word? Dicey. Not dicey, very tense. Maybe tense. Yeah, but let's not worry about Brexit. All I have to do is put on my French accent. Your French accent. <laughs> Oi, parlez-vous. <laughs> but that would be fun as well because, uh, again, we're going to be translating from English to French and we're going to try and learn as much French as we possibly can. But uh, I hope some of these uh, words are a bit of a tongue t- twister for me. Yeah, well, I'd, uh, my French is not so bad. Um, I mean, have me say war. Wall. <laughs> the walls. The walls. <laughs> yes, we digress. We do. So going back, 
So let's just go back to who we are then, Sarah. Who are you? Who am I? I'm Sarah. I am nearly 55, not quite, not quite as old as somebody else we could mention. Uh, By a few months. <laughs> um, I was born and brought up in Oxfordshire. Actually, I was born in Oxford and brought up in a small village near Whitney uh, in Oxfordshire. Um, I, well, that's David Cameron there, isn't it? It is. Well, it was. I'm sure he's not a pol- po- politician anymore. I'm sure he is. We've had is. this discussion already. Um, and I spent the first of my... Have you noticed, if I say something wrong, Sarah sounds like one of those teachers. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along. Um, I spent the first part of my career as a publican, um, landlady of, a, of various pubs across the south of England... Um, and then when we moved up here, we uh, set ourselves up a little cleaning company. So, um, and we did. We we've been doing that for about what twenty five years. About that, yeah. So we've always we've always uh, thought to ourselves when we first started our cleaning business or any any business was that we are going to be in charge of our sort of like own destiny. But unfortunately, it doesn't work like that. We dub cap more often than sort of like say right. Well, to cut this short, the re- the, as soon as you employ people, then you have to start compromising on what you want because obviously you can't tell people, you know, it, it as directly as you'd like to. And as soon as you as soon as you have clients, then Sa- you have Sarah's, to start- Sarah's uh, always sort of told me off because I use the praise, criticize, praise sandwich effect to our uh, staff as well as clients. Yes. Indeed. Which is <laughs> rather annoying because I start off saying you're doing a fantastic job. However, if you just concentrate on this area here, then I think uh, if you do that, the ultimate job is this and you're a fantastic. And Sarah goes, oh, why don't you just tell them direct? Yes, because I always think that the praise, criticise, praise um, mantra means that the criticism gets lost. Yeah, no, they think they're doing a great job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just crack on doing the same thing which I, well you know I do try my hardest to sort of like you know Tony finds it difficult to be direct yes confrontation well I, whereas I tell my ladies but then over the years I have had a few confrontational ladies I've uh, asked them to do something and they've looked at me as if to say oh <laughs> a few of them have sat in the van for an hour on the odd occasion haven't they when you've <laughs> Them out. I said, right, that's it. Enough's enough. This isn't working out, etc. So, so that's what were you, you saying. That was me. That's you. What are you? Who are you? My name's Tony Anthony with a H. Um, basically, fifty-five years of age, born in Deutschland, British parents on a British army base. Oh, I'm what you call an army brat. I have a brother and I have a sister, and I'm the middle child. Uh-oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, Sarah, I call Sarah the uh, brat child because she was the only one. Well, technically, I'm not the only one, however. Yeah, but we don't need to go into that at this stage, perhaps for another podcast. But all I can say is Sarah's the person who doesn't like butter, doesn't like... I, I, what, do, what else don't you like? Actually, she doesn't like... There's not much I do like food-wise. I like um, chicken and... Potato, little bit of bacon occasionally, veg. Love veg. I love vegetables and salad. So France is going to be a bit of a challenge for me because uh, they eat some right weird stuff. But. Whereas the middle child syndrome, I eat anything, any scraps left over from the bigger brother or the smaller sister. 
<laughs> that makes you sound like a dog. <laughs> I don't have any problems. I did have a problem though once when I think it was prunes. I hated prunes for some sort of. And rice. When I first met you, didn't like yeah, no, rice. There was either. a problem with rice, but now I love it. I love yeah. rice. Prunes, I'm not. Prunes must... isn't something that many people have. Actually, well, there you are. If you have prunes in a tin and you have them with custard, Ugh. then, you know, get in touch and tell us why. Why what? Why they have it. Prunes in a tin. Yeah, and custard. That's what they used to serve up at school, isn't it? Prunes and custard in a tin. No, it was one of those ones which I used to think to myself, oh, especially at school dinners, prunes and custard. I think, oh, no, why? So, welcome to our podcast as a gay, as I, as we try to say, we're going to get well, you... try the... not to waffle and ramble off onto various other subjects. There we go again. I've got a teacher looking at me and sort of like telling me off. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> madam. I'm not telling you off. And at school, we used to have to call our teachers, not miss, we'd have to say madam. What oh. about you? But then saying that, so going back to who I am, 55 years of age, born in Germany, father was in the British forces, um, then stayed over in Germany for seven years, moved back over in this country, went to about five different infant schools, seven different junior schools and two senior schools. So as you can imagine, more or less sort of like moved about a bit. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think that's such a great and my, thing. And my brother can actually tell you which schools we went to, because I can't remember them, because we went to so many. And he can also tell you our home telephone numbers. What, on every house? Yeah. Well, that's bizarre. Oh. I can remember my telephone number from when I was a child. Can you? Yeah, 01993 well, so please don't ring that. That's obviously years and years ago. They would have changed that code, I think, wouldn't they? No, I think that was Uh-oh. as it was. I'm not too sure you should have said that, my love. Anyway, excuse me again. I'm going into DJ mode. And all I can say is this is for you guys out there. Thanks for joining us and thanks for listening. Just for you. Just for a couple of you. so where are we going we don't really know (laughs) at the beginning of this year we had a a carpet fitter booked we also had um a new kitchen booked we also had (laughs) you have to excuse us but there's somebody drilling next door or something Um, do you know what we find it quite hard to actually sit down. And with, I've had this Roadcaster Pro now for at least, what, two or three months? Yeah. And each time we settle down to say to ourselves, we're going to do this podcast, let's get it on, let's get it on. Either the dogs are barking or... And so I've put the dogs away. So dogs barking. Bark. We've got someone in the next door neighbour's garden now making noises and talking to himself while he's gardening. And the next door, but one now, I think you can hear drilling. Yeah. Anyway, going back to where we're going... We had the carpet fitter booked, we had the new kitchen booked, we had the floor for the new kitchen booked, we had the painter and decorator booked to come in um, before April, May time, and of course we went into lockdown mid-March, was it almost February? We went, we, we went on a train ride to Liverpool on the 14th of March, and I believe on that Tuesday, 14, 15, 17th of March, it was complete lockdown. So obviously that was all put on hold 
and uh, we couldn't do anything. So we have had all that work done now, and actually, in name, in all but name, the house is sold. We're just waiting for don't jinx us, the, baby. The final bits, uh, yes. and then um, we'll be moving out of this house, um, and then uh, we we've. Well, we've sort of come to a bit of a grinding halt, haven't we? Because like everybody else in the world, nobody can do very much. I mean, we're in lockdown two, as it's been called. Which to me doesn't seem like a lockdown at all, because I've noticed that the, the, the sort of cars on the motorways are still there. Everything seems all right, apart from there's no pubs, pubs open. Pubs, cafes. It seems to be them that, that uh, are being targeted, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, everywhere else. I mean, you can still get COVID-19 if you go down to your local sort of grocery store or big supermarket. You're all mixing, so I don't understand why you can't still do the pubs. That's why we don't go to the big supermarkets anymore. No, we do pick and, what's it called? Click and collect. Click and collect. It's wonderful. Well, our Morrison's is, anyway. Yes, that's a bit of a plug for Morrison's there. We do like Morrison's, but we treat ourselves every week by going to either Marks or Sparks or Waitrose. Marks or Sparks. Marks and Spencers. You see, we're getting the teacher, Marks and Spencers. They know what I mean by Marks and Sparks. No, you said Marks or. Did I? Yeah, not and. You sure? Yes, positive. You can play it back and you can (laughs) see. Well, they're two different individuals anyway, aren't they? Marks and Sparks. Spencer. So yes, we sometimes go down there. I do. We do rummage through their wine, and we also like um, some Italian wines. We like the Pinot Grigios, Vidiccio, which is one of our favourites, Suaves, and uh, Gavis, which we quite like as well. All fairly crisp, clean, and fresh. Lovely. That's what I thought. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, so we like Italian wine. Obviously, if we're uh, I mean, to be quite frank with you, any wine will do, as long as it tastes all right. Um, we're going to try and do um, like um, a wine for under, is it under five euros? Yeah, so what we're going to have on our podcast is we're going to have Blast from the Past, which is going to be sort of like five, ten minutes on something from the past. We're also going to have Rant of the Week, which I like to rant, and I'm sure Sarah does as well. I will have a rant about... Um, uh, brokers one day not now and and oh, he shall be nameless but i will have my rant about boat brokers that is not just any old broker yeah, boat, boat broker yes so we'll have we'll introduce rant of the week blast from the past and what else we're going to be having wine of the week wine under five euros but we're going to try and limit ourselves to how many bottles of wine we have during the week because oh, yeah. we still have to cruise on a dutch barge to wherever we're going now, what I'm looking forward to is is obviously the champagne region. And there's a circuit there as well. So we could, we could yes, end yes. up just going round and round and round. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a song, isn't it, going round and round? Can't remember. Come on, baby. Anyway, we're just going to sort of like let you ease in. So hopefully the audio you're listening to in your ears is, is coming across quite well. I have noticed it keeps cutting out. So comments below just to make sure that we're actually on track with our audio because we've got headphones on at the moment and it sounds okay. What do you think? Yeah, it does sound okay to me. So. <laughs> oh, you're hilarious, Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> 
this, this is, I got this uh, Rodecast Pro, and it, to be quite honest, it's got nice shiny lights looking at me, and I've actually, uh, how can I say, touching a few things. I mean, who, who, excuse you, who, yeah, who, who remembers this? Where did that come from? Is it the Twilight Zone? Oh, you know, you, I was just, this is for the people listening. Oh, sorry. I didn't realise there was a, a competition. So, you know, you just said it there, didn't you? <laughs> Fail. <laughs> so, yes. So the podcast is going to be about our adventures, but do bear with us because we've actually been on a few adventures this, this year. Our timing's been somewhat... Rubbish. Rubbish this year. Did you know we were actually, we booked to go to Wales in in, um, a nice cottage on the actual Monenbreck sort of canal and we missed it by 14 hours. So we booked it in July thinking this COVID-19 was going to sort of like dwindle out. Yeah, don't worry about it. Let's just book that. 14 hours. They locked down on Friday. We were due there on the Saturday morning. It just doesn't. <laughs> Luckily, because it was leaked to the press, I didn't bother packing anything. I said I'd pack it Saturday afternoon, Saturday morning if I had to, but obviously yep. not. But it was going to be a walking holiday. So there I am, an excuse to buy some different jackets, different shoes, etc., and perhaps different trousers. No, so they've promised us they're going to pay us back on our uh, our money. I'm going to. We're going to put that. Guess where we're going to put that? Marina Fun. The Marina Fund. Oh, God. So the Marina Fund, if, if, just out for your interest, is, is the fund we're going to, um, I think we've actually touched on this already, it's the fund we're going to build up over the next year by selling some of our stuff and um, when we get extra work and stuff like that, um, we're going to build it up so that when we want the luxury of a marina, we can have the luxury of a marina. And some of them in, in France, in the big cities, are quite expensive, so... You know, and I think 60 euros for a night in Paris. It seems a lot when you think about it. But I suppose if you're staying in a hotel, it wouldn't be. No, but I, mean, I think Airbnbs though in Paris are actually quite inexpensive. So it could be that. But we have dogs. So the reason why we want some security is to make sure that our, our pets, part of the family, are there and safe. So if we ever do go out to our Michelin-starred Michelin restaurants. Yeah, but we tend not to do dinner. So we usually go out for lunch. It's it's much more civilised going out for lunch. It is, especially after a few bottles of nice crisp. And then crashing in most of the <laughs> evening on the sofa. <laughs> and then, then you'll hear us walking together with the dogs, sort of like bumbling around and whatever. So that's quite good. So, yes, yeah, so that's where we are. I mean, in terms of the adventures we've had this year, we've actually looked at about four or five Dutch barges. Mm-hmm. And it's given us a cross-section from... Fairly lengthy Dutch barges. I think that we, we've we've knocked anything over the head of sixty foot, and the reason being is because Leeds Liverpool Canal is sixty two foot, and there's no point having a Dutch barge if we can't actually go up the. For Leeds those of you that don't that, uh, don't realise this, but the locks on the Le- Leeds Liverpool are uh, a maximum of sixty two, a minimum of sixty two foot. No, maximum sixty two. Sixty two foot is as big as you can put a boat in a Leeds Liverpool lock. Yeah. So so um so we 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 know, we know we don't want anything over 60 foot. Yeah. We have we've been to sea um also just to say over Europe in Europe if you're over 60 foot you have to meet at certain conditions as well. Be it 
in Germany you have to do some courses and so you'll have to get some certificates to make sure that your boat's river-worthy, etc. So it all gets fairly com- complicated at over 60 foot. So we're trying to keep it under 60 foot. And apparently at 49 foot. Yes. Now, 49 foot, so I thought it was a very odd footage. It is. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so explain I, to I, us why then. I'm thinking to myself, well, why? Why 49 foot? Now, 49 foot, I believe, and again, I'll have to do some research on that, is anything over 50 foot over marinas etc it's goes goes double in terms of cost in terms of having your boat moored mm. so wow. again costly costs i mean okay what have we got we're talking about 49 feet to 60 foot what's that 11 foot it's 11 foot yeah so, and, and often with these um for those of you that don't know it's done by the foot so so you might be paying 10 pound a foot yeah more so that would be 60 pound or or £70 extra for your night's mooring. You don't know. Yeah, so, so <clears throat> what I want to try and achieve by giving up all the sort of mortgages and various other things is to actually live a life less worried because I'm one of these animals who actually like to worry. And if I'm not worrying, I worry because I'm not worried. Just to say, <laughs> just to say, you'll just find a whole new set of worries. I think you're quite right. And, uh, I'm already worrying about so so we've looked at Dutch barges now now I'm um we've joined the um the Dutch Barge Association in there they have a forum in that forum obviously people discussing certain things etc so so there now I have different opinions I'm thinking oh my god so we've got a Dutch barge which we like the horsepower on that Dutch barge is 75 and I'm thinking oh no is that going to be enough horsepower for the rivers of of Europe etc or can I increase that so my worries now, now then also the generator size, the inverter and various other things. Do we have enough? Can that cope with what we want to try and do? And, in terms and part of, of the solar? reason for not going abroad straight away is so that we can ascertain whether or not we're going to be suitably equipped to be abroad and be. And it is going to be quite a um, an adventure. Um, and it's also going to be quite isolationist, isn't it? Because we won't have... The luxury of um, a knowing exactly what's coming because nobody else is doing this, and b um, we won't obviously speak the language, so that'll make life tricky as well. So I, I, I think people actually have done all this, but what they've done, they've they've either done blogs, which I'm finding at the moment on on sort of like the internet, and these guys have ventured off people from America, people from Canada, etc. But what we want to try and do, and let me just say this, we're not rich at all. We're, we're basically just going to give it up at 55 years, 55 years of age and say to ourselves, right, let's see how much we can survive on and let's see how long we can do it for. We've, we've really hardly any funds in the bank at, at all. So it's going to be the case of our channel growing and with that channel hopefully we have more subscribers and then one day maybe we can just concentrate on the actual youtube and our pods well that'd be interesting yes so so going back to where i was (laughs) and where were you my love i was about so we want to make sure that the boat is going to be equipped enough for us to go and do what we want to do so so that's why we're going to move on to the onto the rivers and canals of great britain to start off with but we the, the idea of having a, a um a dutch barge is that lovely wheelhouse and we'll be sat there can you imagine this we'll be sat there you'll be listening 
and we'll be telling you what's around us, where we've been, what we can see, what we've bought. That's right, and I think that's actually beautiful, my love. Yes, lovely. Bring in the ba- bring in the magic to you guys. Can I, let's just say something. I mean, we've seen some of these uh, narrowboat vloggers going up the Leeds Liverpool Canal, and some parts of that Leeds Liverpool Canal are absolutely beautiful. Yeah, we, the uh, the the original hope was that we would have a Dutch barge for Christmas this year. Yeah, but, um, unless something dramatic happens in the next six weeks, five weeks, um, that won't be happening, which is a bit unfortunate. But um, hopefully, all being well by say March, maybe next year, we'll sh- we should have a Dutch barge and we'll be able to do this. From the week, no, I, I, I'm hoping moving forward that we get the Dutch barge, like we say, before Christmas. Mm. But I'm not too sure. So we're on lockdown now to the second of December. Then they're going to bring in some tier system. Uh, I know for a fact, and I said this to my son, that they're going to let us out for Christmas for a period of time. And I think they're already discussing that. And I think Boris is going to chat chat about that tomorrow. So they're going to let us out for two weeks. We're all going to mingle. We're all going to sort of like how can I say, spread spread it around, spread the love around a bit more, and then they're going to lock us down again in January. Mm, well, uh, where we live, uh, we really, the, the virus missed us completely on the first wave, um, and but now it's absolutely rife here. Um, it is. So even if we come out of what they call lockdown... Well, um, we were actually in North Lincolnshire, but over in Hull, I think now is number one in the country in yeah, terms of um, how many how many hundred is it, so many in hundred thousand? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, no, I can't remember what the figures are, but it's uh, Hull is number one, and then um, East Lindsay is um, no, no, East. I think it's um, is it West North East Lincolnshire's second. I think. Yeah, it is. So we so are pretty is. high up amongst. So, so even if we come out of lockdown, but touch wood, we're we're actually in the industry. We've been cleaning. We do. Covid cleans etc. Out there and about, we haven't stopped. So we're, we're sort of like, how can I say, sanitising and disinfecting anything we touch. I must have gone through about two hundred thousand vinyl gloves. I've got, <laughs> in terms of the alcohol gel, we sort of uh, did, we've gone through different brands. There are certain brands which we like, so we can actually talk to you about different brands of alcohol we've gel. A, we've done a hand, san- hand sanitizer survey of the ones that we like and the ones we don't like. Yeah. The one in Mark Suspensers is bleh, stinks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so not to not, if you're a manufacturer of hand sanitizer. It's nice to have it a little bit smelly, but not overpoweringly smelly. Exactly. We, we don't like the soapy ones as well. The soapy ones, so you put a, a, a sanitizer on your hand and then you spend about half an hour trying to sort of like evaporate, of evaporate the, what yes. it's, what, what's it. But anyway, we, we are digressing onto hand sanitizer. <laughs> so going back to the Dutch barge the and going preamble. back to you guys, this is episode one and our episodes are going to be called Views from the Wheelhouse. They are. So we'll tell you what we can see. At the moment, shall I tell you what I can see? Out through our back bedroom. It's quite sunny. It's quite autumnal. It looks like it's going to be a cold night tonight. Blue skies now, so that means it's going to drop. The temperature's going to start dropping. What time yep. is it now? It's actually two o'clock now, so in another hour's time, the temperature will start to drop, and uh, we'll be lighting the fire with our new coffee logs that I bought today. So will that have an aroma of coffee around the house? Uh, I don't know. 
well, they do say that, uh, and we got the second view, and we've already sold this house, so but they're coming back for a second view, and so perhaps we should put the coffee logs on. Oh, maybe, maybe, and give them that sort of a uh, espresso type of oh wow, and maybe some croissants. <laughs> I think they're past that bit. Oh yeah, maybe. So, I think they're coming to check, make because they came. Um, the they came and actually bought it the first week it was on the market, and that was a good five or six weeks ago wasn't it i think they're coming to check we haven't wrecked the place in in between now and then and now so yes so that's what we're, we're planning on doing so just to say what we've done today and this is a normal routine so we've been to work we do our horses we always we got two horses we've got a thoroughbred and we've got a well section d magic and red and i'm sure you've seen them on on the vlog we always do poo picking we always poo pick there is a vlog of poo picking actually if you want to come see that that's riveting stuff it is very sad <laughs> but you actually did we can actually tell which horse does which poo yes so, so just to uh, have a little major on our vlogs uh, and explain to you guys what we've done so um we had a couple of holidays, one of which Tony managed to delete um, the footage from. But we had a couple of holidays, um, not last year, the year before, or maybe it's 2017, I can't remember now. Um, and we've used the footage that we took from that for Tony to practice on his... Um, yes. What's it called? Editing. Editing. So, so, so they are a bit random. So if you find them a bit weird, it's because we were practicing and trying. So, um, but the idea will be that the vlogs will be um, a weekly vlog about where we've been, what we can, what we've seen and done, and where we've. You know, I want to take you to the markets in France. Yes, and so it'll be like wine that. of the week, cheese of the week, and of course the wonderful bread in France. Yes, and Which then we're and then to, and then when we get to the podcast. We'll sit and discuss it with you and we'll obviously, if you want to send any questions in or um, ask us to do things or ask us where we are or whatever, then, you know, please feel free to, to converse with us. Cause, um, yeah, it'd be good because we like the comments, but we're also going to ask you guys to sort of comment because we're going to actually do a hunt for, did we say three euros or five euros? Five. five. That's quite expensive, that, five. A fiver for a bottle of wine. Yeah. In yeah. France. I'm not too sure what, you know, they live and breathe wine, don't they? Yeah, they do. Well, who knows? We don't know. I mean, perhaps it's going like the old days in England when they just used to drink ale. I mean, they don't drink water over in France. (laughs) (laughs) I think you think, yes, lovely. Um, Wine wine and garlic. I mean, you can't beat it. Wine, bread and cheese. That's it, I'm done. So, yeah, so that's what the podcast is going to be. It's going to be... We're a bit serious at the moment because this is the first time we've done it and the first time we've sat down to do it because we're we're rushing a bit because we just don't know what might happen. So let us <laughs> let, <laughs> yeah, let us know true. what you think because it's difficult to evaluate it yourself. So if you think it's utter tripe, don't bother telling us. But if you're liking it, then you know, nice positive comments would be very welcome. And and we will take all positive suggestions into account. Yeah, I mean, is that too? What's that? Or is that too um, <laughs> needy? 
We're not. We're, to be quite honest with you, we're doing this as a legacy to ourselves as well. Because what we want to do is perhaps go back to each podcast to say, "Oh yeah, I remember that week we were there, there, and we discussed that between us." And again, that would be something like I remember when I was what twenty-two years of age and travelled around the world. And then what I call this mature mature travellers used to get their diaries out and write in each day what they used to do. Really? Yes. Oh. And I used to. Do I'd sit there drinking my beer and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this also will be a. We'll, we are obviously leaving this as a legacy for our children, but also it will be quite interesting for us to look back because eventually, in maybe ten years' time, we might be sitting here talking to you, saying to you, "Well, actually, now we've now yeah. we've travelled throughout." Now, n- now Europe. we've given up the mortgages, given up the rat race, and actually done something. I mean, again, we talk about worries. Again, I'm a worrier. My worries, like Sarah would say, now I'm even thinking to myself, is the metal underneath our feet going to be thick enough to last us all those years? I don't know. I imagine the surveyor will tell you that, won't he? I, well, I would hope. But all I'm trying to do is, what I'm trying to say to you is, these worries I have as a person who's been attached to... I suppose it's called society, it's called tax, it's called this, this is what you, you, you basically have to do to live your life. I just want to wake up and actually say to myself, do you know what, I don't want to do much today apart from just walk the dogs or do this and do that. And that'd be such a wonderful, wonderful way of going through our lives at our later stage because I don't know about you, I know exactly what time it is now and I know what day uh, it hold is. Hold on a minute, hold on a minute. Oh. I've just got to interrupt you. Our later stage... Yeah, well, you know. I'm not really that old. Well, you are 57. <laughs> I'm 54, and you are? 55. Yes, old. <laughs> well, we're not that old, but you know what I mean. I mean, I, I can't see myself living past, sort of, what, what, 62? I can't see you living much past 55. <laughs> 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 not the way you're behaving this week. So what we're going to do, oh, yeah, so rant of the week. I'm just going to do a bit of a rant. Oh, now, what about you, Sarah? Why don't you do a bit of a rant? Because Sarah, actually, one of my um, so-called topics is what I call hunkerers. But Sarah will tell you a bit more about it when she went to the dentist this week. Go to you, Sarah. Well, first of all, I'd like to point out, I went to the dentist this week, so I had a checkup with the lovely Steve. And lovely Steve. I had a, uh, what do they call that? Hygienist appointment. Now, normally... It is 60-something quid. On Thursday when I went... 60 pounds, pounds, please. Oh, pounds, sorry. Uh, 60-something pounds it is. It's not dead on, but it's around that figure. When I went on Thursday and she said, oh, that will be 97 pounds. That was for a checkup and a, and a, a dental hygienist. Yeah. And, I mean... Don't get me wrong. That's terrible, isn't it? Don't get, <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I understand that the PPE, the adaptation, the fact they can't have so many people in the place and all this, but I th- a, th- a third extra I thought was, well, to be honest, I thought blinking egg. But anyway, that's that. So you digress. We're talking about digress. So I went to the dentist and I took what I call the low road. I could have gone on the motorway and the dual carriageway, but no, I decided to go on the low road because it's more direct. B roads, A roads, B roads. Actually, it's B roads for you guys over in the US of A. B road is like our little villagey back roads. 
I don't know what a low road is. What is a low road? The low road is the you road. You take the high road, I'll take the... No, I call it the low road because it's the road that uh, goes along by the side of the Humber um, in South Ferriby. And it's lower than... So there's a massive um, bank, All right. a bank there that stops the Humber coming over. So I always call it the low road. Anyway, and that meant that I was on these little roads and in front of me pulled out a tractor pulling a humongous beet harvesting machine and the car behind it picture the scene picture the scene where we are in north lincoln is very very country and it's very flat and it's very sort of like farm so we've got tractors you have to excuse that sort of like devonshire berkshire accent we've got tractors and various other machinery out and about which seems a bit odd but they all seem to get out there at at the precise time you want to go to work at nine o'clock but anyway so the tractor and towing its beeped um, harvester pulled out in front of the car in front of me and he was doing about 20 miles an hour. Yep. And I thought, God. And I kept looking at the clock in my car and I thought, oh, God, if I follow this all the way, all the way to, to Barton, I'm going to be late. So um, unlike me, very unlike me. Sarah is what I call a true hunkerer. I had to overtake this car and this tractor. It was a straight bit, and I could see all the way to the end of the straight bit, and it was okay. And because they were only doing 20 mile an hour, it was fine. But, God, I was quite proud of myself at the time. She's actually <laughs> even texted me. She said, I've taken over a hunkerer <laughs> and a tractor. And I went, whoa, whoa, whoa. Because normally what happens is with hunkerers, and I, my, my wordology, hunkerer, a hunkerer is a person who likes to stay with his lot. In other words, he sees a tractor, or sees a sort of like articulated lorry and decides, do you know what, I'm going to stick about 20 to 30 yards behind that doing the same speed they're doing. I have no intention whatsoever to overtake it or move on with my journey. I am going to hunker in. But to be fair, we do have one of the the, uh, country's worst... Uh, road system that's the a15 yeah a well not just the a15 a15 a16 a17 a18 and they're all awful roads and lots and lots of people die on them every year because of stupidity when people are overtaking and so, it's due to the hunkerers well who knows well what do you mean I mean, you know you're hunkering at 20 miles an hour you said it you were on that b road they were hunkering at 20 miles an hour behind a tractor and then behind them was a huge queue you're also going to get someone to say to themselves do you know what that road's clear i'm going to overtake and that's what they should do yep i agree but anyway that's round of the week and that's how far our rants go they don't go too sort of like in depth and let me just stress this to you guys. These are all just our opinions, so don't sort of like... Uh, Please don't get your knickers in a ning-nong about anything ning-nong. that we've said. You know, Uh-oh, uh, shouldn't have said ning-nong, love. Oh, no. <laughs> if you like it... Please comment. Please subscribe to the podcast. If you don't, just don't listen. Don't waste your time. As they say up there in these, jog on. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> Haven't you heard that? Jog on. No, No, jog on, jog on. In other words, you know, just move on. So thank you ever so much for listening to our podcast. This is just for you guys and a round of applause to you. That's for listening, taking time out of your busy schedule, because let's face it, we're all fairly busy. We're all wrapped up in our own world, but we just want to take you there. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not sure that that works quite how. No, hang on. We want to just take you 
just there. So it's all about a bit of fun. I hope that you enjoyed this first podcast. It's our episode one of Views from the Wheelhouse. My name's Tony. I'm Sarah. Thank you very much for for listening to us. If you haven't watched any of the vlogs, please go over to the vlogs. Please subscribe. No, actually, no, we don't need them to subscribe. Join the family. Join, join. We want to be together. (laughs) Join the family. Come with us. It's going to be exciting. What's that it saying? Might not be. Charlie, Charlie and Chocolate. Come with us. Come with me and you'll see a world of something, something, something. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. That's good. And what can I do? I can't sing. Oh, I think you've got a better singing voice than I have. Right, let's wrap this I up. I can't. I can do that. Good morning, Vietnam. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. <coughs> Just hurt my voice. Thank you for listening. Thank you for um, uh, coming along with our our adventure and we'll speak to you all soon. Episode one, it's a barge life. Thanks. Woo, 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 woo.